Happy day, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time or for the first time in a while, the focus of my podcast is information that I share on my website blog. So how do you find my blog? From your favorite web browser, navigate to my website, www.copperrangellc.com and click blog, which appears along the top of the landing page for my website. If you access my site on a mobile device, click the three line menu icon, which is usually in the upper right corner. My blog posts have the great photos behind the story, so you definitely want to make a stop to my webpage so you can check those out. And the photos for this month's blog are extra spectacular and colorful. Please visit the website. Also on my website, copperrangellc.com, you can also view all my images, you can learn about me, you can keep up with my art show schedule. My next art show is in Gaithersburg, Maryland, September 24th through the 26th, 2021, a great fall show. If you're in the area, please come. At my art shows, you'll find my work for purchase. It's a great way to shop my photography in person and meet me. You can also shop safely and easily online. Just click the buy icon on any photo on my website and you'll be on your way to an easy and safe shopping experience. And you can join the ranks of my collectors. Today's podcast is titled... If a butterfly lands on you, it's probably tasting you and more interesting truths. That's a great title. So here we go. You know, I've never set out to intentionally photograph butterflies, but the places I travel to intentionally photograph other species and landscapes at certain times of the year are often the same places I encounter amazing butterflies. You know, most of us learn something about butterflies during elementary school and maybe even later. We may even remember a bit about the astonishing life cycle and transformation of butterflies. I remember some of what I learned about butterflies, but since I come across so many different butterflies doing all sorts of interesting behaviors that I don't remember learning about, I was really curious to brush up on my butterfly butterfly facts. And I'm so glad I did. You know, butterflies are so beautiful and there's a lot of them. There are about 28,000 butterfly species worldwide. Butterflies are found in all types of environments, but most species are found in tropical areas, especially tropical rainforests. You know, we should really enjoy butterflies while we can, you know, because with some exceptions, the average lifespan of an adult butterfly is roughly three to four weeks. Some butterflies, like the North American monarch, can survive, though, for nearly eight months. But that's really atypical. So one of the most eye-catching things about butterflies is their wings. Let's talk a little bit about their wings and some really cool facts about those. You know, butterflies have scaled wings with really colorful designs that are unique to each butterfly species. Those wings make butterflies excellent flyers. And it's a good thing that they're good flyers because many species of butterflies actually migrate. Not something we always think about when we think about butterflies. 
Although butterfly migration isn't really well understood, some species like the painted lady, the red admiral, and the common buckeye butterfly are known to migrate a few hundred miles. But others like some monarchs migrate thousands of miles. The monarch is the only butterfly known to make a two-way migration, just like birds, some birds do. The fastest butterflies can fly at about 30 miles an hour, or that's about 48 kilometers an hour, or even faster. Slow-flying butterflies fly about five miles an hour, which is about eight kilometers an hour. You know, it may look like butterflies have two wings, and we're talking about wings, but all butterflies actually have four wings. There's one forewing on each side closest to the head, and then one hind wing on both sides in the rear. So butterflies have four wings, two on each side, front and back. You know, and besides being eye-catching to us humans, butterfly wings also have an important optics function to other butterflies and other species. The colors and patterns on a butterfly's wings help it communicate and attract other butterflies of its species and warn, camouflage, or distract it from predators. In the case of poisonous butterflies like the monarch, who knew the monarch was poisonous? Yes, it is. The wings are actually where the toxins are stored. And just know that you would have to eat monarchs to be exposed to the toxins. You don't get poisoned by looking at, touching monarchs. You know, and hopefully no one you know is eating monarch butterflies. Just in case, by the way, they're poisonous. Have you ever wondered, you know, what happens to butterflies when it rains? Speaking of their wings, these incredible wings, this is really probably one of the most interesting facts about butterflies. Listen up here. How is it that they just don't disintegrate or completely get destroyed in a summer downpour? Butterflies take shelter or roost in or under plants, trees, leaves, or any other area, including human-made structures, where they can stay dry, warm, and hopefully away from predators. So that's one way that they actually are protected from rain, heavy downpours. And taking shelter obviously goes a long way for protection, but research shows that butterflies actually have a layer of wax on their wings that repels water. So cool. Not only that, but they also have something called microscale bumps on their wings that serve to break up and disperse water droplets. So in short, when a water drop hits the surface of butterfly wings, it, rip, it ripples and spreads. Really cool. And I provide a resource in the, on the website blog to a Scientific American article which describes this really amazing feature of butterfly wings. You know, butterflies, another really, a fact I think, you know, this was, this was something that I did not know about butterflies. They're cold-blooded. So that means their body temperature isn't stable, but changes with the environmental temperature. So one main reason that we typically see butterflies only on warmer days is because they can only fly as long as the air is between about 60 to 108 degrees Fahrenheit. Now that's about 15.5 to 42.2 Celsius. You know, but that's a range, but the optimal temperature 
for butterflies to be out is when the temperature is 82 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit or 27.7 to 37.7 Celsius. That's really best for butterflies. So if the temperature drops too low, butterflies might bask in a sunny spot with wings spread out to soak up the sun's heat. So if you see butterflies kind of chilling in the sun, they're trying to get warmed up. Butterflies cannot survive winter conditions in an active state, but they may be able to survive cold weather by hibernating in protected locations. They may use the peeling bark of trees, plants, logs, or old fences, or even the eaves of houses or buildings as their overwintering sites. They may hibernate at any stage, you know, when they're an egg, caterpillar, chrysalis, or adult, but generally each species of butterfly is dormant in only one stage. With that said, if the weather begins changing, some species do migrate in search of sunshine. And again, because they're cold-blooded, when the outdoor temperature gets too warm, and we've been talking about when it gets cold, but when it gets too warm, butterflies may head for shade or for cool areas like puddles. Some species even gather at shallow mud puddles or wet sandy areas sipping mineral rich water which is believed to maybe be helpful in mating so if you see butterflies sometimes you see butterflies in muddy areas or along banks of rivers or ponds they may just be trying to cool off a little bit get a drink so let's talk about the transformation of butterflies the metamorphosis which is what so many of us remember probably from our from our earlier school days you know and one butterfly fact that I certainly didn't forget is about the metamorphosis of butterflies. The caterpillar, which is also the larva, the chrysalis, which is also called the pupa, and then the butterfly itself, which is the adult phase. You know, it's actually just a little more complicated than that. A butterfly starts life as an egg, often laid on a leaf. The female butterfly attaches the eggs to leaves, or stems of plants that will also serve as a suitable food source for the larva or the caterpillars when they hatch. So the eggs are getting laid right where the eggs will hatch and then they can later feed where the caterpillars will feed. So caterpillars are very particular about what they eat. So the female lays her eggs only on certain plants. Caterpillars don't move much and may spend their entire lives on the same plant or even the same leaf. So it needs to be the right leaf. Now here's the thing. Some gardeners or those with agricultural interests don't really like caterpillars for this exact reason. They eat a lot and they feed exactly where they've been laid. So the female butterfly can recognize the right plant species by its leaf color and shape. Just to be sure, she may beat on the leaf with her feet. This scratches the leaf surface, causing a characteristic plant odor to be released. Once she's sure she's found the correct plant species, she lays her eggs. The eggs get fertilized as they're being laid with the sperm stored in the female's body since mating. So once, after butterflies mate, the sperm gets stored in the female's body, and then when she lays the eggs, that's when the process of fertilization actually takes place. A sticky substance produced by the female enables the eggs to stick wherever she lays them, either on the underside of a leaf or on a stem. You know, Male butterflies are the ones, speaking of mating, male butterflies 
are the ones that search for and pursue female mates. As with many species, mating involves some courtship dances and cool maneuvers designed to win the attention of that special lady butterfly. So the larva, which are also called caterpillars, hatches from the laid egg and then eats almost constantly. The constant eating means the caterpillar increases up to several thousand times in size before pupating, or this is another word for turning into that chrysalis. It also means the caterpillar molts. They eat so much that they increase in size tremendously and their skin, the outer exoskeleton doesn't stretch or doesn't, doesn't change size as the caterpillar itself is getting bigger. So the caterpillar molts during this time that it's feeding intensely. You know, molting occurs probably up to four to five times before the caterpillar will become a pupa or a chrysalis. So when the eating is done, all the eating is done by the caterpillar, finished eating, it's time to rest and turn into the pupa or the chrysalis. So the caterpillar attaches itself to a twig a wall or some other support and the exoskeleton of the caterpillar splits open to reveal the chrysalis. The chrysalis hangs down like a small sack until the transformation to butterfly is complete. And here's, you know, what is just really so incredible. You know, although, you know, to our human eye, we don't see any movement inside that chrysalis and it looks like there's just nothing happening. It's motionless. But this is actually where the caterpillar structure is essentially broken down and rearranged into the wings, body, and the legs of an adult butterfly. That's just so, so amazing. You know, I've been, astro- I've been un- underestimating caterpillars and leafy greens if that's what it takes to turn a caterpillar into this amazing butterfly. So depending on the species, the chrysalis stage may last for a few days or a year or more. Many butterfly species overwinter or hibernate as a chrysalis. So the fourth and final stage of the metamorphosis of butterflies is becoming an adult. Once the chrysalis casing splits, the butterfly emerges, it will quickly go on to find food, locate a mate, and lay eggs to begin the cycle all over again. Remember from earlier, butterflies only live three to four weeks. And once they come out of the chrysalis, there's, you know, maybe a month, maybe less, where they find a mate and they eat and they find proper territory and habitat to start the process, to lay eggs and start the process all over again. You know, as many of us know, because we see butterflies often when we see them feeding on flowers. So most butterflies do live on nectar from flowers. Some butterflies sip the liquid from rotting fruits and a rare few actually prefer rotting animal flesh or animal fluids, including fluid found in animal droppings. Once or twice I've seen uh, yellow tiger swallowtail butterflies actually feeding on animal droppings. Butterflies drink through a tube-like tongue called a proboscis. The proboscis uncoils to sip and then coils up again when the butterfly isn't feeding. The butterfly proboscis doesn't have taste buds or similar sensors to determine taste. Instead, 
The taste sensors are located on the butterfly's feet and legs. I'm just going to say feet. I've seen this described a couple ways. Back of the legs, feet. I'm just going to say feet. So yes, one of the coolest facts about butterflies is that they use their feet to taste. If they land on you, they are probably tasting you. I've had butterflies land on me a bunch of times when I've been out in wooded areas where some butterflies can be found. And I've always been amazed when they land on me. I find it very interesting, but they're probably just tasting me to see if I'm a good food source. Obviously, the answer to that is no, but that's a really cool fact about butterflies. So attracting butterflies, there are many useful free resources that identify steps for attracting butterflies and other pollinators to your yard. I have some resources on my website blog that may help or you can do your, um, you can search on your own, your favorite web browser of choice. But it's not that difficult to find, to create a habitat where you can attract butterflies. So let's just recap what are probably maybe some of the lesser known cool facts about butterflies. They are cold-blooded. Their wings actually repel water. Some species of butterflies migrate thousands of miles and some hundreds of miles. And maybe possibly the coolest fact of all, they taste with their feet. Thank you for listening today. Remember to spread the word. Please share and get the news out about these great free website blogs and podcasts. Visit my website, www.copperrangellc.com, where you can view my wildlife and nature images, read my blog, and listen to my podcast. Send me an email, keep up with my art show schedule, and shop my art safely and securely. Have a great day.